0: Everybody, welcome to episode 147 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Jumont.
1: I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. How are you today? <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have breakfast.
1: Yeah. Getting right to it. How just are you today?
0: Nothing like rushing through an episode. Yeah. Could have just had you a bowl of Cecil before you.
1: Know? No, it's fine. It's fine. You know, I got to work today. I'm so. just going to wing it. Yeah.
0: You're a
1: rebel. I'm going to let my hunger drive me through. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, so um, we just have some reviews this week, and uh, we were supposed to have a guest next week, but we had to reschedule, so we're not going to have that guest until, um, I think, closer to the end of the month, um, because we had to cancel our Zoom convo with them, I guess. if That's you know. true. <clears throat> because we're, uh, we got an appointment for the vaccine, and it's like uh, meeting the Pope to get one of those things, so yeah. we were like, okay. Our only option here is to cancel this because who knows when we'll get this opportunity again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you might have to deal with our nonsense, our personal nonsense yeah, for like buddy. the next maybe two episodes before we give you another guest. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Mm-hmm. It's just us. Mm-hmm. It's just us. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> this will be a bit of a short one. We only have two things to review. Yeah. Because um, you've been pretty busy, so we haven't been able to watch a lot of stuff together.
1: WrestleMania time.
0: Well, yeah, <clears throat> but um, so we well, I I had you know do, perusing, if you will, yeah, through the the um, Amazon's and whatnot, and my incredibly extensive list of crap that I'll probably never watch most of because mm. it's just too ma- too many things at this point. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I had seen a, a film with Joel Kinnaman, and I enjoy me some Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. It looked very, uh, it was like really typical action machismo kind of trailer. And I felt like, I'm not going to like this film, yeah, but I'll tolerate it because it's Joel Kinnaman. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to force it. Right. So I didn't actually intend to watch it. Mm. I threw it on the queue and I thought I'll probably never really get to this. And then we were doing our, what do you want to watch? I don't know. What do you want to watch? I don't know. What do you want to watch? And I was like, I'm just going to lotto this. And the next thing that comes up, like, that's what we're going to have to watch. Mm -hmm. And I I admit, I was a little bit bummed when I landed on it. And I was like, oh, but the reviews were good. Not that that means anything. But Mm -hmm. usually, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's a 50-50. I mean, it's rare that something gets... Very, very good reviews that I hate. I may not have loved it, but yeah. it's usually like, all right, it was okay. I don't see what the big fuss was about, but right. it wasn't terrible. So I'm like, well, I'm surprised that this got really good reviews. Mm. So maybe it won't be horrible. So uh, we started watching and finished. <laughs> <laughs> we started and finished watching The Informer.
1: Informer?
0: You know, my Dott is me. out of the Anybody? 90s? Where that are you? Where you? Was down. it 90s? Or was it? 80s, was that late 80s or early 90s? I think oh, I feel like snow was early 90s, yeah, it's so gotta it like be 90s. 91 or something like that. Ooh, we just went back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Snow was like the poor man's vanilla ice, yeah, and vanilla ice was like the poor man's everything, yeah, <laughs> everything wrapped. <laughs> so it was just that poor man, it was just terrible.
1: Um,
0: <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so, so we started. And finished, The Informa. Informa.
1: (laughs) The Informa. (laughs) Informa. Wow.
0: I went like full-blown nanny with that. Mm -hmm. The Informa. So, um, yeah. (laughs) So the director is uh, Andrea, is what we would, uh, I believe is the pronunciation. Now, we saw it as Andrea, and we were like, oh, a lady director, which seems kind of weird for this kind of movie. It's not usually a movie that... I won't say that women don't do it's the kind of movie that female directors aren't often given the opportunity to do. Cause mm-hmm. I would do an action like sure. crime film or whatever, but it's usually like guys who do it. So I was like, Oh, Andrea, <laughs> no. but it's on, I believe it's Andrea. Yeah. De Stefano.
1: Yep. And let's welcome them to the show. No, it's not <laughs>
0: Who I think was also one of, one of the writers. <clears throat> this is, this is a, 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 a world that i'm so unfamiliar with in terms of like the the amount of uh collaborating that people do on writing mm. i do not understand how to collaborate with another writer i i i couldn't do it yeah it, it's just like cuz am so very like how do you divvy like, up
1: the work you know cuz if someone can not two
0: different brains write
1: ahead of you if they don't know what you've written yet you'd
0: have to also like I'm i guess always for curious me it's about like that
1: work. unless you have it like
0: Outlines, So I assumed yeah. the only way for you to – otherwise this would take ages because you have two different ideas, four, five, six, seven different ideas depending on how many writers you have, all cramming into the same concept and it's just going to take forever and it's going to be a mess. So for me it's like if you outlined the whole thing, why wouldn't you just write it yourself? Yeah. I don't know. I what? mean you're like that busy that you're like, Are you gonna, you're gonna you going to have to write this week because I can't write at all, I, I guess. But it's just like if you've outlined the whole thing, then – it's, you know, I mean, I I
1: outlined it together.
0: I think, well, that I think what it is, is that in cases there's one person also, there's two people that write it. I I know for sure there's, you know, there are cases where two people are writing and they, you know, whatever, but um, there are uh, other instances where it's one person that's generally writing it, but it's the idea of two people. And Mm -hmm. so like another person is kind of troubleshooting and, and, you know, they brainstorm together, but I just like, I don't function like that. I'm very like, just leave me to my Freaking vices and mm-hmm. <laughs> give me my headphones and 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 I'll create a playlist and just write the script. So, um, the he I, I know he was one of the writers, but uh, the could credited... also be
1: a case where you have a writer who writ who's who's written it and then they're like, okay, we like the script, we're going to have so right. and so come in and kind of the button studios, it up. They, yeah. they'll
0: they'll hire whoever they want to 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 write their own screenplay for it. Um, well, so the screenplay was by Matt Cook, yeah, but there were other people involved. I, whoever's first in line, that's who I, I, you know, I rattle off right or wrong, but mm. blame IMDB. I don't know. Take it yeah. up with them.
1: It's a bastard. Um,
0: so, uh, yeah. So it obviously starring Joel Kinnaman, uh, Rosamund Pike, who did not have a blunt Bob for once. Yeah. Um, common, um, uh, who, your Anna, Anna Darmus that you like Clive Owen, who is like kind of in it, I guess yeah. he wasn't, like, in it a whole lot, but...
1: Yeah. Um, not nice. <laughs>
0: uh, spoilers, I guess. Uh, um, yeah, so I... I the, the, the trailer was... I thought this was an, uh, a a situation where the trailer... It tricked me a little bit. Like, I yeah. kind of knew what was coming, obviously, by watching the trailer. It did give away the fact that it was like, okay, this is not going to end well for him, and then mm. you know he's going to be an informer, but it's probably not going to be all that it's cracked up to be. Yeah. And, um, there was all that, but there were twists and turns to the characters that I did not expect. The story itself was far stronger than these types of movies generally are. And when yeah. I say these types of movies, it's like the town, yeah. like the very like action-y, a lot of weapons, Yeah,
1: someone's crime. in prison for a period of yeah, time. Yeah, someone's in
0: prison or is going to prison. Yeah. Uh, someone is slighted, if you will. Mm -hmm. It's always, you know, and, and those are my, um, for you, like your Marvel movies where you're like, I'm not really, I'm not here for like an amazing storyline. I'm just Mm -hmm. kind of here for the action. Mm -hmm. Um, that's how I am with these films. I like action type films like this, but I generally don't get a very detailed in-depth story it's usually like eh, it's face value and that's not what you're watching it for the town was actually a movie that i really liked yeah i didn't think it was gonna have as much depth as it did but yeah. i enjoyed it and this was another one it snuck up on me
1: yeah and it's a sad too because it's like it's a sad it's a sad <laughs> it's sad because um you look at the tra- i didn't watch the trailer for this but you watch the trailer based on your your um description of it. You look at the poster and you're just like it just you just are like, Oh, it's one of those movies. Yeah. You know, and there's so much more to it and it's just a shame that they I don't know, they had to market it that way.
0: Well, because there's there's the fan base for that type of film is quite large. So yeah. they're gonna get more people. But it's the same thing of when you I mean action, maybe but... not
1: as extreme, but when you you know, all those those poor suckers who I don't want to say suckers, but those poor saps well, who you did, you yeah. said it. Where they're making a film and and it's <clears> you know, uh, it falls into the the category of when you make a thriller and they pitch yeah. it as a horror film. You know, it's the same kind of thing. It's
0: marketing. That's that's the world of it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, um, Joel Kinnaman is great as always. You know.
0: I do uh, want to credit one other actor. I think this was the actor, the general, right? Kimmick or Mm Kimmick, the general, or whatever. I think it's Eugene uh, Lipinski. Very small part. He had a really small part. Mm -hmm. But here's where the film sort of took... Sorry, I just totally cut you off. I I you'd... You you'd me. Yeah, I you'd you. Um, But this character, in your cookie-cutter action-crime drama, Mm -hmm. would have completely been overacted. Yeah. And... Uh, unconvincing. Yeah. Uh, if I were to say like, um, oh my God, why has his name completely escaped me?
1: I don't know. But I, I think of your honor, the bad guy in your honor.
0: No, I'm thinking. He kind of
1: went a little over. I mean, I, I liked his character, but it just kind of went in a, the character was written in a very typical way.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, look, here, here's the thing. When, when we say this, it isn't because, um, it's always the the actor. It's oftentimes the is the directions how mm-hmm. they want you to play the character. And you know, the paycheck's a paycheck, and you're like, well, I guess I'm gonna. Mm. That's how you want me to play it, and that's how it. rounders. Mm. There's a movie. It was like a card game yeah. tricky movie. Ed Norton, Matt Damon. Right? No, he... Brad Pitt was not in uh, that. <laughs> Where are you going? I don't know. <laughs> um, and what I was going to say was uh, John Malkovich. Mm played the most grating character I have ever, ever witnessed in my life in a mm-hmm. film, to the point where anytime he was on screen, I wanted to punch myself because mm-hmm. his Russian accent was atrocious. And I blame at that point the director mm-hmm. because I'm like, how did you allow this?
1: Yeah.
0: Or like, I don't remember who directed this, but were Lissa they was like were they beneath Malkovich? And they were like, you can't tell Malkovich what he can do. Yeah. And then cuz if that's the case then I guess you know your hands are tied. If that if that isn't the case, what the hell? <laughs> like yeah. what the hell is going on? It was horrible, absolutely yeah. horrible. And there's a lot of times that you see that we're really over-dramatized cliché bad person. This guy, this Eugene Feller, he played the character so flawlessly. It wasn't overdone. He had this really calm way of being intimidating.
1: Yeah. Which I liked. It's hard to do that. It's
0: hard to do that. Um, And so Chris Messina did that and I care a lot. He had a comedic kind of side to it, but it was like, he didn't overplay the fact that he was bad. Uh, Unfortunately, the actual villain and that was overplayed by an amazing actor, but again, this is direction and that's that's how they, they script these things. So kudos to like, allowing this character from the writers to the directors to the producer to the actual mm-hmm. actor it's just allowing this character to be organic
1: yeah and
0: yeah. and not cliche mm-hmm. i appreciated that yeah. and that was kind of when i was like oh cuz this was the opportunity this was totally the opportunity yeah. once that character came up i'm like here we go yeah and then he didn't do that i and think I a, like, lot this, of, this a lot of a lot of times cool.
1: they they want to make that character Crazy and, and and you know they there's so many ways that they've gone with those types of characters where you know they make them like over the top or mm-hmm. too quiet and it's too subtle so you're not scared yeah. of them you know so yeah it was a good it was a great balance but
0: then there's also that like doing too quiet in a corny way
1: yeah. where it's like yeah you yeah, know, yeah
0: yeah I'm so cool yeah and it's like no you're not <laughs> yeah so k- kudos to that guy that was that was amazing mm-hmm. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Anna de Armas's character was a little bit much for me. Like between the wig and like the bedazzling constantly. I mean, I yeah. realized that these people exist, but I didn't feel like she matched him as a partner. Sure. Yeah. I felt like they didn't make sense as a couple. I didn't buy them as a couple. Mm. And to no fault of her own, she kind of has this 24 seven sads face. Yeah. So it was resting like Rusting sad face. Yeah. She has Rusting sad face. And so it's like, I didn't really see much strength in that character. It was like she was constantly a victim through the entire thing, yeah. Even of herself, Like yeah. So I just like I don't know. I mean, I I I like her as an actor. I just don't think she was the best person for that part. Mm.
1: I or thought it was, was, a, it was played a, in a weird, you know.
0: Yeah, but that's kind of how she plays. Character. Like I've never seen her in anything that she was very like intense in, and I don't know if it's because of the accent. Mm. You know, it's, like, once you hear the accent, it's, like, she has this very sweet voice and she has this very sad, like, precious moments face. She Mm -hmm. reminds me of, like, those precious moments figurines. Yeah. And so she has this really angelic face and so it's, like, I don't buy it. Mm. And because she doesn't seem to play very aggressive characters, it was just, like, nothing about this makes sense in terms of, like, her being with this person. So that's a really stressful existence yeah. <laughs> so, and marriage and relationship to be. And I didn't see her surviving that. Yeah. Uh, so th- that was a little bit weird for me. It didn't take me out, but I was like, I kind of wish they'd picked somebody different, mm. just anybody, even an unknown actor, just anybody that could have sort of fit into that a bit more.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I really enjoyed the ending. It's yeah. not a typical Hollywood ending that you would normally get. That you're right. like, all right, everything's wrapped up, we're good, happiness. Yeah. It was just. It's like, almost like okay. a,
1: not quite a cliffhanger, but it, it ends in a very kind of ominous way. Could go either it's kind way. Kind a cliffhanger. Yeah.
0: It left space for a, a do.
1: Yeah, but it was based on a book, so and it, you yeah. can tell by watching it that there's a lot of
0: story based there. On a book. What yeah. isn't based on a book these days?
1: Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I really, I really enjoyed it. You know, everyone. Uh, Okay, the part – Roseman Pike is usually like – I don't know. She's very much like a character that you don't like. She Mm. plays those characters and this was like a different kind of role for her, which I appreciated um, because it's – she doesn't have that kind of face that you want to be like she's a good – like she's the – you're rooting for her, you know. She kind of has this like distrustful face and it's – The problem
0: was that ever since, like, she became familiar to Americans after Gone Girl. Yeah. And since that is the ultimate character that you can't trust, everything she's in, it's always like, what's a twist?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I liked seeing her in this this role and I bought her as this kind of, like, um, uh, person, like, who comes across this kind of, like, moral dilemma and Mm -hmm. has to deal with it. And so she was, like, uh, she's good at it. All right. You know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Good deal. She,
1: yeah, she did her job well.
0: Good review, sir. Yeah. Clive Owen was a bit of a douche.
1: Yeah. But Clive Owen is that's Clive kind Owen of always old. a douche.
0: <laughs> Actually, I'm trying to think of a ta- wait. When was Clive Owen not a douche and stuff that I've seen?
1: Uh, Children of Men.
0: Yeah. I guess doesn't he not make it very far in that? If I remember, correctly?
1: I don't. I don't remember. I, remember. I Thought he did, Uh-oh. but uh, mm. I feel like he he's like the. He started off as Clive Owen, and he was always, like, the good guy, and then he kind of did a couple bad guy roles to play against that type, and now he's always kind of, like, falling into the, like, I'm always a bad guy kind of role.
0: I constantly confuse him with Gerard Butler. Really? I don't know why.
1: That's a weird one.
0: I don't know why. It's, like, the second I see Gerard Butler for a split second, I'm like, oh, Clive Owen, I'm like, oh, no, it's the guy who does the bad movies. Mm. Sorry, but Gerard Butler picks horrible movies. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of. I, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of Clive Owen movies, but then I can't really.
1: Like Gerard Butler's always doing some movie with the word "fallen" in it.
0: Well, I feel like he's always doing some like end of the world. Yeah, uh,
1: there's always a there's a race. Want to see him in a it's nice race like, time. like indie drama?
0: I don't. I don't. I tend not to like him yeah. in anything that I have I've never seen anything that I was like oh Gerard Butler was great in that.
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm I don't know say I'd like if it's to see him stressed a little what. bit
1: and he's not always saving the world.
0: I don't know if he has the I don't know. Mm. Cuz he was in 300, right? Wasn't he the Yeah, guy that's where that?
1: kind of like he I hated that movie. Yeah.
0: Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. That was one of those films that got so much hype. It mm-hmm. got so much hype and yeah. I was way late to the game. I didn't watch it until like a year after it was already big. Yeah. And I was like, this better be fucking amazing. And I sat through like the first 20 minutes and I was like, this is going to be painful. And it was. And I don't even think I made it to the end. I was like, yeah. I have no interest in this movie
1: at all. You did your uh, nevermind meme. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. Never yeah. mind. Yep. Never <laughs> no, mind.
0: Uh, I, I mean, I, I know that I went through most of it, but I just was like, I, I don't like any of this at all. Yeah. No, sir. Um, no I, didn't, I didn't even see um, the movie he was in with Gary Oldman. Well, um, that's uh, rough. But, yeah. Anyway, so I, I really liked it. Yeah. I really liked it. I think if you watch the trailer, don't go a, by the trailer. If you're yeah. not into action films, if you're like, oh, it's another action film. It's not. It's actually the, the writing is really good and the story is really good.
1: Yeah. There's really not a ton of action action in it. I no. There is, but there's Probably it's not bit. like – it's not. I wouldn't consider it an action it, it, movie.
0: It, three quarters in, that's when it starts. Yeah. The, the, it's where it's the most action Yeah, if you will. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's the typical foreshadowing. Like, as soon as we met Common's character, I'm like, he's going to have to team up with this guy.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, He's hunting him now. Because Common's one of those actors that I feel is like, they always sort of typecast him mm-hmm. as like the guy in, in the ghetto or like the edgy cop. But mm-hmm. he tends to be a good guy. Yeah. You know, so I was like, there's no way that he's going to be. An
1: edgy good guy. Yeah,
0: he's the edgy good guy. And so I was like, he's not going to be an asshole in this.
1: Um, I always wonder, like. You know, you know if you're in the FBI and you watch a movie like this, and you're just like, "That's not why asked. are we always the bad guys?" It's like the FBI is. Just, no, oh, I a, mean, b- they, a bad people they, just they as much as you don't know, drug dealers have and the stuff.
0: best track record, sir. <laughs> so, no, like, no, but I
1: just you know that there's some good ones, and they're just like, oh, here we fucking go again. Just like cops, like cops. There's good cops out there, but like there's like. Ninety yeah, percent of there stories with space, cops in it, there's like
0: there isn't space corrupt. for corruption in the FBI, same as the police department, right? Yeah. It, dif- it it negates the whole point of being the police and the FBI if you have those bad apples. And yeah. I always forget the end of that sentence, which is that spoils the whole bunch. Yeah. So it's like you can't have a couple of bad apples in the FBI. Like it just <laughs> doesn't make sense. Yeah. So kind of kind of tarnishes that, if you will. Um, okay, so. Our next review. Keeping mm. it short this week, people. Paul's got to get to work. It's mm. the weekend. He's working all weekend. Boom. Yeah. And he hasn't eaten yet. Nope. We have to feed. We have to feed the big baby. Yeah. Take that baby.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: okay. So again, this is a week of egg on our face, mm. where we saw the trailer or teaser to something. Either both of us or one of us, and we're like, that, that's probably not going to be great. Yeah. The next show,
1: mm-hmm. not
0: film, but show, show. to yeah. fool us was Resident Alien.
1: Yeah. Let's just well, say. Yeah, let's just set up, the stage. Let's here. just set
0: the like Kinneman, right? Love Tudic. Love Alan Tudic. I am obsessed with Alan Tudyk. Yeah. I think he's amazing. And I think that I forgot to ha- add him into my list of actors. Yeah. And I was really upset by that because I was like, did I not put Alan Tudic in there? I love this man. I love everything he does. Mm-hmm. Even if I don't like the film, I love him in the film. He mm-hmm. always, always, always entertains me. And so I wanted this show to be good. Yeah. But then when you watched this, the premise, you're like, there's an alien doctor yeah. in Colorado on sci-fi. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. And he's like purple and yeah. iridescent with big eyes. It's like, this is going to be ridiculous. This yeah. is likely going to be ridiculous. And so it's like, it, it gets cued because mm-hmm. it's Alan Tudyk. Yeah. So I'll put myself through it.
1: Yeah. You put anybody else in that role and we'll never no, watch it. There,
0: There is not a chance in hell that we would have watched that show mm-hmm. if he, it, it, like, it would have had to have been some amazing, I feel like, <laughs> oh, uh, Giovanni Rabisi's playing the alien all right, yeah. <laughs> like fine, uh, but it would, it, yeah, it would have to is he be playing it
1: like Phoebe's brother because that <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is be Frank Jr. Yeah. Is there Frank Jr. as the alien because this is going to be good, uh, but yeah, it, it would have to be like a hard hitting actor, India. It not, doesn't have to be A list, but it has to be like a good, good, strong actor, yeah, to have even considered watching that. And it was like, fuck it, like I was actually upset because I was like, oh, Alan,
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: but then a part of me is like he knows better like he i have to trust his instinct here Mm -hmm. right because why would he pick this if it was terrible like he doesn't normally do that he usually does pretty well for himself so it's like maybe i'm not seeing something i have to get past the gimmick
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: and so i urge you to get past the gimmick get past the gimmick it sounds really silly i know and it's Mm -hmm. like it seems really like childish and whatever Never get anybody from that show on here. Yeah. Uh just hear me out. Just hear me out. I'm I'm admitting that I was wrong. Okay. Uh, yeah. I judged a book by its cover. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. <laughs> As did you, because you mm-hmm. also went, uh, when we saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, boy were we wrong?
1: Yeah. Oh my god, the show's so good. You know, because it's it's Look, you got Alan Tudyk tudicking, You know, he's just doing his thing. <laughs>
0: well, let's let's just give the um uh, so this was uh, Robert Dun- Duncan McNeil as the director. There were other directors, but he did the most. He's right. the first in IMDb. Take it this is IMDb. from one of
1: the producers of Family Guy. Right? Is that? Did I, I, don't I read know, Chris that. Chris Sheridan like... is that? Yeah, I feel like that's he's a Family Guy. I don't know, Chris Sheridan person.
0: Sheridan was one of the writers, mm-hmm. um, and uh it's I want to say it's Levi Filer, Judah mm-hmm. Pren. Meredith Gerritsen, Elizabeth Bowen, who was the female detective, who was really good, um, Alice Wetterland, mm-hmm. Corey Reynolds, who was hilarious, uh, Sarah Tomko, and of course, Alan Tudyk. Yeah. Uh, so a, a lot of, the, a couple of these people were like people that I've seen, yeah. but was not really familiar with. There was really only two actors that I knew, which was Alan Tudyk and Wetterland. Mm-hmm. The others I wasn't really too familiar
1: with. Yeah.
0: And now I'm like, oh, I'd like to see the rest of their stuff because it yeah, was- yeah. Really, really, uh, really well-played characters.
1: Yeah, this is another case where you, you kind of have this opportunity to... I mean, there's so many avenues you could take with a character like this, you know, and being over the top, but still being grounded. And, you know, um, you know, there is a bit of over-the-topness to, to it all, but it kind of works for the premise. And Alan Tudyk kind of grounds it a little bit, you know, where it's like, <laughs> you know, he's doing these ridiculous things, but... It works in the context of the show, but it also isn't so over the top where you're like, it's not like some broad comedy, Yeah, you know. There's a, there's definitely stories with side characters, like one of the a, B, a stories, B stories, C stories going on. And um, those mm-hmm. were were actually pretty compelling and, and, and more impactful than you would think in a show like this. Yeah. Which think, helps ground it.
0: I think the issue was that, um, or at least that's just how I took it, it seemed like it was... Like, sci-fi sort of marketed this in a way that it was a comedy, but that I was supposed to take it seriously. And that's why I was like, really? An alien doctor? Like,
1: are
0: you kidding me? I think if it had been marketed as, like, just a straight, ridiculous kind of dark comedy... Mm I would have been like, oh, I get it. It's supposed to be silly. Like, okay. But I don't know. I felt like when I saw the trailer, I was like, are they trying to make this serious somehow? Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, So I think it was really more on marketing. Because when you watch the show, you're like, yeah, how do you... I mean, there's no way... It's a silly premise. Yeah. So there's no way to really make that serious. Yeah.
1: But they pull it off so well. It's like that whole thing of like being over the top, but then also like I was saying before, being grounded. And I think if they would have... um, if they would have marketed it, this is a case where it could work for it to their advantage, where if they kind of market it as just like a silly ass show and then you go in to 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 you know you you go there for the funnies and then you stay because there's actually kind of a story going on and there's yeah. actually kind of more depth to these characters and everything
0: there's a lot. so we binged this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We started it uh, with little to no hope. Mm-hmm. We were like, uh. we started the first episode, and like within. Like midway through the first episode, we were like, "Oh, wait a minute! We we really misjudged what this show is about." Yeah. Um, a lot of the the uh, supporting actors certainly hold their weight, mm. and they're 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 really funny. Like, don't get me wrong, but like Alan Tudyk just makes the whole show, yeah. and it's the way he plays this character. So, for those who aren't aware, he he's an alien who beams down here, crashes into Earth. And then takes over Alan Tudyk's actual character's body. Yeah, and we don't take
1: over; he just shapeshifts into. Well, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, because his body is somewhere else, but he he takes over his his image, if you will. Yeah, Um, and what's so hilarious about it is that he is an alien so he doesn't have a range of human emotion which is sort of the whole point that he starts to learn about human emotion and the depths of that and it varies in this and this um so he has this he he's very monotone yeah in the way that he speaks which you would think would get old yeah but it's too dick, so he yeah. you know he rocks it um and so he doesn't quite know how to laugh
1: yeah convincingly it's that whole fish out of water
0: yeah, and it, um, yeah. but the the funniest parts for me were were sort of the him learning about human biology yeah. and like how humans work, mm-hmm. cravings, food, things like that. Um, the fact that you don't, uh, I I'm assuming that uh, aliens don't get erections.
1: You know, I've never seen that. I don't think that's ever been brought up. <laughs> you know, think about. I'm thinking back and, at all the alien movies I've seen,
0: literature and film. Yeah. I've never seen a penis. They don't. An they alien. don't really.
1: They don't even really touch the whole sexual aspect of.
0: Yeah, but he knew it was a penis, but he could have learned that obviously yeah, because yeah. he's learning through the internet, like every whatever. Uh, but so there is a scene where he gets an erection, uh, but doesn't know what that is he Mm -hmm. can't he can't connect to the fact that it's sexual because there's uh, they seem to be sort of asexual i guess yeah in in, in, on his planet um and so he refers to his penis as something that's going through rigor mortis because he looks at everything very medically because he is supposed to be playing a doctor yeah um uh, so he believes that his penis is dying um which sounds really like uh but You had to be there. Yeah, I guess <laughs> it's just the, it's so subtle in the way that he responded to it, um, just the way that he interacted with the other characters mm-hmm. and failed miserably in so many ways, yeah. and um, I just loved it. And the 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 deputy, the the male deputy or sheriff or whatever yeah. he was, um, that's a character that could get annoying. If played incorrectly, like yeah. he towed the line. Like you could well, just go right over and well, be that's too the thing. annoying. He also
1: towed the line of of his morality in a in a way because mm-hmm. he was like, you know, he does some things you're like, oh wow, okay, he has a heart. And then he does other things, you're like, he kind of is being a jerk right now. Yeah. So he kind of like towed that line like he didn't know. And I and I and I I applaud the choice because it's like he, It's it's not black or white. He's not evil, and he's not necessarily you know a good guy. He's got an ego. Yeah, he's got got an ego, but but deep down, he's a good person. So there's the writing for that character in terms of like making it um, interesting with those layers was was done well.
0: Yeah, but his his delivery of um, because the the problem with a lot of these shows is that you could have these sort of set up punchlines, and it's like, and here we go, and it's delivered in a very typical way. Um, but he would he would be sort of at 10 with certain things and then deliver a line at, just be at two with it. But it was still equally as funny because it was just the facial expression that yeah, he'd yeah. have with it. It was just really kind of natural the way he played that character. I love that. And the same thing with his female counterpart, who was sort of uh, at, at his mercy constantly. Yeah. And uh, she played she played her part really subtly as well. And that's what made it funny was that she was so kind of low-key about it. Yeah, um, I, I really liked that. And I just want to give a shout out to, uh, I can't say casting because their job is to just do whatever they're asked, right? But the producers well, of the yeah. show for casting some thick ladies, mm-hmm. this was the first time on American television that I was like, Every woman on the show has got a thigh yeah. varying in size, yeah. but they all notice, noticeably looked like the average woman. Yeah. There's Normal. always like one person on the show that, you know, is like stick thin and not to shame stick thin women. Some women are just naturally thin. It's yeah. just that it's sort of taken over tv and film and yeah. it's like you know it, it becomes a beauty pageant at this point and yeah. the, the the thing was all of these women were still very attractive and that yeah, was the yeah. point where well, like you could still cast attractive women that don't look like they're starving you yeah. know? and i loved that i was like oh my god all these ladies they look like real people it's it sort of it made it easier to relate to them because it was like oh they're real people yeah. and you know it's it, this doesn't look like uh you know i don't know like a like a reality tv show yeah. or something like that yeah I really i I appreciated that, and I appreciated the extensive use of the word crevasse.
1: Crevasse, yeah, yeah. They they um they use that word a lot. They did, they did,
0: especially in the last two episodes. Yeah, (laughs) they just went, they just went ham on that. Um, some some people might be wondering about effects. It's not a show that's like really about the effects. It didn't try to be. It wasn't about that. But the makeup, it's like you knew he was
1: in a. You know, I mean, it's not like some.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, groundbreaking
1: makeup. Yeah. I mean, it was good, it was but it good. wasn't like it wasn't. They're they're not trying to like win any awards. They're just trying to get the job done in terms of that because it's not about that, you know. Yeah. It's not about.
0: And he spends more time in human form than he does alien, so it yeah. wouldn't have probably made much sense to throw a ton of money into making it look that way because yeah. the way from the behind the scenes, they it's sort of uh, like they it's like a like a mask yeah. that they slipped over and so then obviously you have to smooth out edges and then yeah, you have yeah. finishing touches and stuff like that but to have made that look realistic would have taken way too much time mm-hmm. and so I understand why they were like look it's going to have to look kind of puppety yeah um it's like really really good cosplay yeah is if i had to explain it like yeah. the costuming is like very very good cosplay yeah,
1: i'm i'm sure their budget was small and you know it was filmed during a pandemic so it was like yeah, so you know, I am sure just, resources were limited.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they had like 9 hours a day to yeah. get him in makeup to make that, you know, yeah. look right uh, or I heard, really really I, I, like,
1: I, I want to uh, segue into a quick little story I heard from Alan Tudyk about Frances McDormand who make which makes me love her even more, yeah. you know.
0: I not love Frances McDormand.
1: So he was telling a story about cuz they had asked him like, you know, uh, influences and stuff and he had done a movie with her. And, um, she, you know, he was this, he was, I don't remember what movie it is, but I'm sure you can look it up. And it was like fairly early on. And so she,
0: I'm trying to think here. Cause I,
1: I he had a small part in it and huh. I mean, he's been in so many fucking I'll movies. I'll have that to guy. look for
0: that now because. But anyway,
1: she was on set and every time like in between takes, she would just pull up her chair, grab a book and she would be right there on set reading her book. And she had looked to him and was just like, you see what I'm doing right here? I'm, I'm reading i'm on set i'm not back in my trailer they need me i get up and i and i go do my thing there's no hassle or whatever i want you to be like that like she told them
0: hmm.
1: and so she he he's kind of like that because um a lot of the interviews i've seen with everybody on the show talks about how um like kind of unflappable he is he just you know goes there and he's always having a good time and and when you're a lead on the show, I mean, people don't talk about this a lot, but like when you're a lead on a show like that, you set the tone for it. And yeah, you know, if you're like a prima Donna or, or any of that sort of stuff, it kind of bleeds into the rest of the, the, the functioning of the, of the set, you know? And, um, it's just nice to see when, uh, people kind of like lead by example that way, you know? So I, I, yeah, I appreciated you, that.
0: You're, you're, you can get a whole lot of, um, ego on, on yeah. set and stuff. And, um I think it's easy to say that you wouldn't be that way, but people sort of fall into that um when they're constantly praised and treated like they're better yeah. than everybody else. i you know
1: I, I and some people may not even know better i think I feel like a lot of it is like you know a lot of the studios go go overboard to appease certain clients or, well, that's what i'm saying you, you get know. treated
0: like gold and well so. not even
1: but but just my my point is is that they don't even know if they're like you go back to your trailer we'll call you when we need you and it's like you wouldn't even think to say no i'm gonna stay here in case you need me that way you mm. don't have to wait yeah, and yeah. waste time and that sort of thing and so um yeah no i appreciate the approach i mean when you get to a certain level you should know better but um i don't know i appreciate that kind of like approach of it's just like that old school approach of like we're making a film like why yeah. am i gonna go I mean, I get it. You know, to a certain degree, if if you know you're shooting for like an eighteen hour day, it's like I'm gonna go sleep because you don't need me for four hours. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get some shut eye. So definitely need well, that. There's nothing but.
0: wrong with having a trailer.
1: You know no i'm not i'm not trailer shaming i'm just saying <laughs> i'm just saying like that mentality no, 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 yeah, is, th- that. that doesn't mean you have to be on set 24 right. 7 i'm right. just saying like There's that nothing, mentality like
0: look if if a studio wants to drop coin and and you've got your own masseuse on set and i've got back problems like fuck yeah i'm gonna take that massage yeah. you know what i mean but um like you don't have to be a dick about it i guess is the point yeah. you know it's just like you can have your trailer and do your thing but you don't have to be an asshole to everybody and that's something that that often does happen on set because you have ego and you have classes. It's very much like a classed uh, instead of a cast system, it's a classed system on yeah, set. Seriously. And it's like, you know, you're upper class here because you have uh, you know, you're you're the the talent and you're a listing, you know, all, all that. And then you've got, you know, your background actors and everybody that's sort of treated like garbage because whatever. Yeah. Um but uh, I don't know. I think – so I guess we're, we're – yeah, anyway, so we loved it. So, yeah. like, we loved it. Go watch it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um. There should be a season two.
1: Yes, there I bl- are. I believe. It's been officially announced, Thank I believe.
0: goodness because I would have been really sad if that didn't get greenlit for a season yeah. two. Um. But I guess I'm going to – Although
1: I will say, I don't know how far <laughs> – yes. I don't know how far you take this concept, you know. You can only be a fish well, out of water for they so didn't long. didn't
0: touch on – what his character actually did. Yeah, so there's all that that we have to get into. Yeah,
1: I and mean, there's still plenty more story there. But it's like this isn't with a show. The second season, I guess this isn't a show that goes for like eight seasons or something. It you know? can.
0: It's it would be typical. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. hope they don't stretch this out for hundred seasons. But I hope they just end it at two and kind of wrap it up. Yeah, I don't know. It's sci-fi, so you can't, yeah. I can't put too much... I I'm not dropping too much faith into yeah. these people here.
1: And hey, you know, if, if they enjoy <clears> making it and... and Listen, you if know, people is getting eat.
0: fed, then you yeah. know, I'm not going to complain. I'll watch it, but it's just you start to lose interest in, in you know. Yeah. When you start Walking Dead, it's it, yeah. still going on, isn't it? Walking Dead is I, it's I still know. on?
1: I don't know. Christ. I'm way off that bandwagon.
0: Um, yeah, so two to to a show and a movie that totally kind of slipped under the radar for us because we judged it shame on us and then we wound up really enjoying both yeah lesson learned yeah today's, I don't know. That,
1: today's lesson is don't judge a book by its cover that's, that's don't prol- judge a movie by its trailer that's
0: really prolific thinking yeah. i'm telling you
1: i kind of just came up with that
0: you're gonna get a lot of you i, I can tell you get a lot done in your thoughts
1: yeah <laughs> yeah you
0: have prolific thoughts if you yeah. will um to yeah. cure cancer good luck yeah good luck uh beating uh
1: think my way through. beating out
0: big pharma on that one yeah right
1: seriously. um
0: so okay so again next week we we're supposed to have a guest we will have them at the end of the month um so appreciative of them like understanding um but uh shout outs to mo <laughs>
1: and
0: uh, again if you have a trailer or anything that you want us to watch or see or recommendations. If you perhaps were like, hey, listen, I watched this trailer and it looks subpar, but I promise you it's really good. Yeah. Then, you know, let us know. Yeah. Let us know.
1: Give us a, give us a, a, a drop us a line Gap as it were. Drop us a line.
0: I don't know what's happening next week. I don't know what we're going to watch. I don't know what's going on. But yeah. it's a it's a surprise and, and just come on this journey we'll with us. We'll be surprised
1: together. Yay! Yay, bye, bye.